This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time for Dirt and Sprague. I've never been on live television before, but apparently sometimes I don't watch the sh- I don't watch the news. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brandon Sprague. Because I'm a kid and apparently every time, apparently Grandpa just gives me a remote after we watch the Powerball. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. The Fan. Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us on a Monday morning. Hope your weekends were great. Hope you won all your bets. I I would have if the if the Cowboys. Well, I know I, I ended up losing my Packer bet too, but I came damn close. I, you know what the most dangerous moment of every Sunday is? That brief like two the minute hour, the brief two minute window, where it feels like all the stars are aligning, and you mm-hmm. allow yourself mentally to go to the place of oh my god, mm-hmm. I might do it this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then you know it's all. I mean, it, it's all going to crumble in and on itself. Yeah. You just don't know when, what game is going to do it. Like, what is the turning point? But everybody, I feel like that places bets on NFL Sundays has that brief, like ninety second window where you're like, "Oh my god, I'm covering that one. I'm covering that one. That team's winning. I like this team's chances." And then it disappears. Uh, yeah, the Dallas Cowboys are dead to me now, and I will be betting the Tampa Bay Bucks as a home dog. <laughs> is that a spite you're betting on the Bucks? It is the final hour, so Swag at some point will tell us, probably yeah. by the end of the show, if he is going to transfer portal his fandom to a different team or become Rob Lowe and wear an NFL hat. Now, how do we want? Do we want to have like listeners text in? Be like, uh, what would be a good recruiting team? pitches? Like, hey, come root for my team. This yeah. is why you should root for my team, kind of thing. I think we should have like a list of teams. Are we having? A, we're setting a standard here. Right, but something does tell me Swag kind of does like the Chiefs. I think no. he kind of likes the idea of the Bills. <laughs> Not happening. Um, Over my dead body. Obviously, the Niners are off limits. The NFC East as a whole is off limits. Yeah. Uh, maybe another team that he would consider a quote on the Steelers might be off limits yeah, for obvious so. reasons. I'd say so. Uh, the Packers. Maybe we go through some of the fandom choices that we lay out here. <laughs> I, I've done this in Premier League soccer. Like I. I always say, give me a bad team. I remember years ago, someone was like, what about the Queens Park Rangers? And I was like, sure. <laughs> and then I think they got booted from the Premier League. Yeah, like problem is, years. those really bad teams get relegated. <laughs> I know. So, I don't know. We'll have to uh, address it uh, fandom-wise. But I'm with you. That two-minute span, I hit. I gambled on my spring line picks, and I hit that parlay. Mm-hmm. And then I had a pretty good bet on a teaser with the Cowboys involved, and everything else hit, and I just needed the Cowboys to win by one point. Just need a win. 
Just needed a win. And Dak Prescott became the worst quarterback in NFL history. And it wasn't like they just lost. Like, they got embarrassed. They, they got, got their smoked. ass kicked. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to, like, play a tight game and, oh, there's nothing on the line because the Eagles are going to win, so we got nothing to play for, and you lose on a last-second field goal. Like, that's one thing. It's another thing to completely no-show and get your ass whooped by Sam Howell and a team that had nothing to play for. But I hate that idea of, like, they had nothing to play. They played at the same time as the Eagles. Like, unless you're actively looking at the box score – you don't know what's going on. You got to play your game. Well, and the Giants yeah, the, had an onside kick in the fourth quarter yeah. with a chance to tie the game against. Yeah, Philly. The, the start of the game. I mean, the Cowboys were just hideous. They no showed right the, out of the, the gate. Punter the punter just drops the snap. Yeah, Dak's throwing it. I don't know Pick where. Six. Yeah. Muffed uh, punt return. Sam Howell's running. They and couldn't all get over a you. first down. It yeah. was. It was. I mean, that's at the start of the game. So yeah, eventually you see. All right, Philadelphia is handling their business. But that was. That wasn't until maybe the end of the first half, early second half, when you would come to that conclusion. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get to one other controversial thing from this weekend, and that was uh, what the hell was Brandon Staley doing? So the Chargers played the Denver Broncos this weekend. A lot of people like the Broncos. Our buddy Kevin Todd picked Denver to cover that spread. The line kept moving. You know why the line kept moving? It was because a lot of people assumed – that Baltimore was going to lose to Cincinnati with Anthony Brown, a quarterback. Safe assumption. It felt like a safe assumption. And once that happened, guess what? The Chargers have nothing to play for. The guy that couldn't beat Stanford beating Cincinnati <laughs> in Cincinnati would be a shock. <laughs> they had nothing to play for. They were locked into the five seed. And, but you know, Baltimore, they hung around for a bit. Give them credit. They were down big. They fought around in that game. They ended up losing, what, 27-16, I think was the final. But before the Chargers took the field to kick off the game against the Denver Broncos, they knew the result of that game yesterday meant literally nothing. They were the five seed, and they were going on the road to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. That was their result. That was their outcome. Yet they ended up playing starters all the way into the fourth quarter. Justin Herbert was in all the way until the fourth quarter. Mike Williams, who has not been able to stay healthy all season, played the entire first half, got hurt at the end of the first half, and had to be Mm -hmm. carted off the field. Uh, Joey Bosa, who, again, has been hurt for a large chunk of the season, got hurt, left the game in the first half. A team that has been decimated by injuries all year. Their head coach thought, you know what's a good idea? You know what's a good idea? I'm going to play all my starters into the fourth quarter in a game that literally means nothing. And Keenan Allen caught a touchdown pass with like three minutes left in that game. Why was Keenan Allen still in the game? Nobody knows. Eckler played until the fourth quarter, and two of your key guys ended up getting hurt. It sounds like Williams and Bosa will be able to go this weekend, but just a a WTF Brandon Staley moment. You better hope that he can. Yes. Because if Bosa's not going to play, I'm going to like getting the – I already like getting the Jags at home as a dog. It spreads like one and a half, one point. Is it down to that? Because it opened at two and a half, Jags plus two and a half. And I'd imagine because of these injuries, people are putting money on the Jags to win that game. <clears throat> and yeah, that's kind of what I wondered is if it would shift the other way. And Herbert is good enough to win a game, but the way that they're coached, the style of offense they run, I just don't feel good about this team. Now, maybe they make me look stupid and have a Joe Burrow Bengal like run, but. Yeah, it's a one-point spread right now on DraftKings. I'm not a big fan of Brandon Staley. I've been saying this all year. I don't think he's the guy for Herbert. I think you need to get an offensive guy in there pronto. Unfortunately, they made the playoffs, and I don't see that organization making a coaching change. And so in a year where Sean Payton was available, Jim Harbaugh. Sean McVay might be. Sean McVay (laughs) might be available. Fill in the blank of another young offensive coordinator that you like. They're not going to, it seems, uh, go away from Brandon Staley. He actually was asked about this, why he played certain guys. He defended it. And he said, I only have so many guys to play. At some point, you just kind of break down and say, well, who do you want me to pick? I, okay, I guess, but 
It wasn't a good look for him. And I, I'd want to talk to somebody at the Chargers this week because it's Herbert's first playoff game. Mm-hmm. Where they're at on Brandon Staley, uh, not that there's a ton of Charger fans in L.A., but where the fans are at with Brandon Staley right now. Because if I'm a Charger fan, and I'm sure there's some around here because of Herbert, eh, I don't know if you're particularly enthused about the future with Brandon Staley more so if you had a good offensive coach with Justin Herbert running an offense that doesn't ask him to throw it four yards per attempt almost every other play. <laughs> now I, They have Justin Herbert at quarterback, and I hate watching them play offense. Yeah, he might have the strongest arm in the NFL, and he averages like five yards per attempt. And Joe Lombardi has him. I think they're averaging six yards. It's the yeah. lowest in the NFL. He's just throwing like wide receiver screens. Yeah. I hate that offense. And then he'll have a play where he rolls out and throws across his body 65 yards down the field on the money, and you're like, hey, maybe we should do that more often. Not many quarterbacks in the league can do that, but no, let's call another screen to uh, Austin Eckler out of the backfield. How do you watch How do you watch a team in your division with a big-armed quarterback Slinging do what he does in Kansas that. City, and you go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do the opposite. Yeah, I mean, you know, on the how you're feeling as a fan, like I look at these two different teams right now. Like, I, I think Trevor Lawrence has an incredibly bright future. I think Justin Herbert has an incredibly bright future. Look at the coaching situation, though. Like, who would you rather have, Doug Peterson or Brandon Staley? Oh, Doug Pete. It's not yeah. even close, right? I mean, they hired an offensive mind that has helped build up. He, he got Carson Wentz to an MVP type of level before he got hurt, and his mindset was all screwed up because Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. And now he's turned Trevor Lawrence into a, a, a good quarterback here in year two after basically not having a rookie season. Like, Staley's response to this was infuriating to me if you're rooting for the Chargers. I get it that you have limitations on the amount of players that are healthy and all that. You go into this game knowing that nothing is accomplished by winning. You end up losing the game anyway, so your argument was what? You wanted to try and build some momentum going to the playoffs. You ended up losing to Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos playing your starters for most of the game. There's like four names that I just cross off. Say so you're not going in. Justin Herbert is not playing. because yeah, that's it's, a Chase Daniels that's, start. It's just not. Chase yeah. Daniels plays. I have a third stringer. I don't care what happens. You're not playing. Bosa's been dealing with injuries all season. You're not playing. Mike Williams, who's come back and looked really good the last couple of weeks, he had some insane catches in their last couple of games, reminding you, like, yeah, that guy's really good. Maybe he's going to make Herbert look better because not having him for two months was rough. Not playing. Like, you're just you're crossing you off the list. Keenan Allen's been hurt basically all year, it feels like. No, you're not going in the game. Get other starters, like random, you know, defensive tackles or linebackers or guys that don't have injury concerns. I get it. You can't just bench everybody and play nothing but backups. Sure. But like three or four key names that you can just cross off and say you're not going to go in the game. You should have done that. And if well, you're, he just has to hope that it doesn't bite him. Because if they don't have Mike Williams and they don't have both for this weekend, which we have no official word on yet. Your best pass rusher is out, and your biggest down-the-field playmaking threat is out. Keenan Allen's a great guy on third down, underneath, understanding coverage. He's a good possession holes. receiver. Really good Williams possession receiver. Good home run hitter. Williams yeah. is your home run guy, and without him, you don't have somebody necessarily that can take the top off of defense. Williams reportedly had to be helped into the bus. Yeah. Like, teammates had to like help lift him step by step. I, he had to get carted off the field. Yeah, it's if, if you're going to play these guys, I think you more look at what Tampa did. Tampa, I thought, played this really yeah. well this weekend. They didn't have a great season, but they're going to host a playoff game. They played their guys early. It was like two, three series. Yep. Like, let's just get a couple of reps in. Built up a lead, and then you saw Tom Brady with just a jersey and no shoulder pads. I, I think that's kind of the approach more so than what they did. Did you see that numb nuts, by the way, at the end of the, in the fourth quarter? Denver had the ball, mm-hmm. and they were only down three, and the Chargers had all three timeouts. Did you see him with like 40 seconds left? He was call- he called a timeout to stop the clock in hopes that they could get the ball back. <laughs> called a second timeout, 
And then after that next play, he just let the clock run out. It was like he just finally gave up. He's like, yeah, you're right. Okay, the game's over. (laughs) This this sums up to me Brandon Staley as a head coach. But but I will not I will not allow Brandon Staley being a mediocre to bad coach for in my opinion to overlook the fact that we got Justin Herbert in the playoffs. He's in the playoffs. And I'm excited about that because that kid's been a stud since he had to step in. Uh, for Terod Taylor after they damn near killed him <laughs> pregame with a shot. Yeah, He's been a stud to me ever since. Like, you could just see it with some guys, and some people around here might be Beaver fan, might be non-Duck fan, whatever. They don't like how much we talk about him, but it's pretty clear to me what he, what he can be and what he is. And I'm just excited when we get these guys in. We got Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, those are four quarterbacks we have in the AFC Lamar playoff. Jackson, picture. hopefully. Yeah, I don't know about that. We don't know what Miami's going to do, but yeah. like those four guys, Josh Allen, like, yeah, sign me the hell up. So I don't know what Brandon Staley's going to do. I wouldn't trust him. I'm just excited to see Herbert get to go to Jacksonville. That's a fun game. That's actually one of the more fun games in Wild Card Weekend. I think it's you could make an argument. It's probably the best game of Wild Card Weekend. Um, and and for the Chargers, the key for them always was get into the 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 wild card spot where you can play the Jags and you don't have to go to Buffalo you don't have to go to Cincinnati because you're not winning that playoff game. Well, be careful asking for the Jags though. They're oh, I'm not better. saying it's guaranteed, but I'm saying if you could pick going to Buffalo or Cincinnati or Jacksonville, where are you picking? It's not even close. You're taking Jacksonville, and we'll see what they can do Saturday night. That is the Saturday night game on uh, on NBC. Let's get to the draft ramifications for yesterday. Lovey Smith flipping the burr on his way out the door. That was pretty funny. Uh, and what are the what does the draft order look like? We'll get into that because that was a big storyline yesterday. That's next on the- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
All right, uh, I'm calling a hot route. One last thought on this. So uh, somebody said I'm a Colts fan. Yeah. And for years watching Manning and all the guys rest and then lose in the playoffs because of rust, I'm okay with a coach playing starters to keep momentum going. I The, the only counter argument I'm making that, I don't remember every specific instance of the Colts and why they rested guys and how they lost in the playoffs. I know they had their issues, but they ultimately won a Super Bowl and got to another one. I feel like there are different situations that should be handled differently. If, if the Chargers were relatively healthy all year, and you just say, like, let's keep the momentum going. We haven't been bit by the injury bug to basically every key player on the roster. All right. I still probably disagree with it, but I get it. I think it's one thing when your team has literally been riddled with injuries all season to then put those guys back at risk of not being able to play in the playoffs. Yeah, I I, yeah. I, I understand um, the feeling. Again, I, I would just highlight, like, the most I do, though, is I'd go what Tom Brady and the Bucks did. Where give you, him two series. You play two series, hey, feel good, end on a high note, put them down, and we'll wait for the, the playoffs here. I don't know if the Colts necessarily lost because they didn't play the final week of a season. I, I don't know if I'm a believer in that, but, you know, I'm also not a Colts fan, so I think that's easy for me to say versus experiencing it so yeah we'll see well keep your text coming in on uh, what fandom should jason swigard adopt if he is to enter the transfer portal he's considering it he has until the end of the show today to let us know if he is no longer a dallas cowboys fan we have texts coming in from different fan bases so we'll read some of those in a bit also the national championship coming up we, we, <laughs> we haven't talked about landing stat too we need to get to that we i haven't even talked about the national championship game i was going to get to the the draft scenarios like we'll get to that tomorrow that could be left yeah over. okay dan landing's tattoo needs to be discussed and i I started to look at my show show board and I'm like, I can't, this can't get lost in the shuffle. So yesterday it goes viral that the head coach of the Oregon Ducks, Dan Lanning, uh, got a new tattoo and it goes viral. There's like a story in the Oregonian on this. There's the, the tattoo artist himself has the proof that this is a, it's a real tattoo. I didn't believe you when you text us. I did not see the Oregonian piece, so I didn't know what was going on. It is a real tattoo. And I had no – I felt like you were pranking me, and I'm just like, yeah. there's no chance this is a college football coach's real tattoo. So if you want to see the tattoo, we have it on our Twitter account, at Dirt and Sprague. You can go check it out there. It's one of the, the higher-up tweets there. Uh, it is a torso, like rib cage tattoo. It goes from basically above the nipple – down to approximately the belly button. I'm guesstimating because I can't see his belly button in the, the photo. The photo of the woman is that big? That's how big it is. You can see, like, if you look at it, you can see his nipple in the top left. You can tell where it's at on his body. And you get a better glimpse of how big the tattoo oh, is. Oh, his nipples are a little low. His, That's why got, it goes from nipple to... Kind of low nipples. Yeah, okay. He's got low nipples. All right. Uh, the, the tattoo is of his wife. Gorgeous woman. Gorgeous woman. I'll just I'll not address that part of it. What? There she's she's topless. Well, but you don't see you don't her see, nipples. You don't see the nipples. Yeah. But she is topless. Okay. In in the tattoo. Okay. Just pointing that out. She's topless. Maybe, she, maybe she's wearing a low cut shirt. We don't know. I mean it's, <laughs> it's a really low cut shirt. I've seen some ladies out before. I mean I, it wouldn't you know. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. She's topless. Yeah. To each her own. It's his wife, it's on his torso. Get whatever the hell you want tattooed his on his body, body, his choice. That that is very right. Uh he, he has basically pays homage to different things throughout his career, right? So over the, his on his wife, there are tattoos on his wife. He made his wife post Malone. Yes. There's tattoos all over. 
over her face and body. Over the left eyebrow is uh, 33-18, to 18, which was the final of last year's national championship game, Georgia beating Alabama. Okay. There is a Sun Devil fork next to the left eye. That was it, one of his, that was one his first job. One of his GA. first jobs as a coach. Yep. There is uh, basically where the tear on a gangster goes is the Alabama A, where he was a coach at Alabama. There's an 816. It's pretty prominent, though. It's not a tiny It's a very a. prominent it's a. Prominent very a. prominent A. Uh, there's an 816. I'm assuming that's an area code. I don't quite know what that relates to. Probably where he grew up, his hometown, right? Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe Rob will know that. Maybe in Kansas. He has the names of his children across the, uh, you know, basically kind of collarbone-ish yeah. underneath the neck. Okay. There is a big organ O with the wings that goes in, on the throat of his wife. And then there's an outline of the state of Texas with also... I believe it's a pit logo. It's pit that is tattooed on the right breast. Well, remember he went to school. He went to he went to go um, be a coach there. Remember that the story is that he drove to Pittsburgh to, for an opportunity. You remember that story when he got hired? <laughs> kind of. He vaguely. drove to Pitt. I forget the coach's name, but he begged him, and they said, "Give me a job." It's something like that, or he played. It's, I can't remember. Player coach something, and he went to Pitt, <laughs> and Pitt gave him the opportunity, and then his career got going. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot to talk about with this tattoo. First of all, I cannot wait to hear from him on Thursday. I'm assuming he'll be back on since his interview last week kind of got railroaded. Look, we... <laughs> I can't believe this is real. It is, it is real. As a guy with tattoos, what I say, and I think you can have this opinion without tattoos, you can't judge somebody's tattoos. Now, some tattoos look uh, prison-like. Some tattoos you get when you're younger, and so they don't have as high quality. But you never know what a tattoo means to somebody, so I don't go out of my way to really make fun of or have an opinion much on a tattoo. I just, this is fascinating. It is very fascinating. The amount of team logos he has, he's got two Pac-12 logos on him. He does. So is he mad if Kenny Dillingham beats him? Because I don't know if he does. He's got the logo tattooed on well, his I body. Well, I, I think it was for a stop in his life that I'm sure was very important for him. And that's that's the homage to ASU. It's just, a, uh, I, know, I, yeah, I don't I, know if I would pay homage to every single moment. But again, this is his choice. So the idea to get all like tattoos on a tattoo, if that makes sense, like his wife is the tattoo and then he put tattoos on his wife. Yeah. Like, is she is happy? Kind of interesting thing. I mean, I'm sure she's gay, the the OK. Like my wife and I've talked about this. I like I'm never getting you tatted on me and she'll never get me tatted on her. How come? Why not? Well, I mean, it just I don't know. You don't want a face on the forearm or anything like that? No, no? it's it's not a divorce fear. It's just. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to do that. Okay. Um, okay. We got tattoos that are the same, but you they do. make sense for individually, and you can also throw in the couple part. <laughs> I don't know how she'd feel if I said I'm going to get you tattooed down to your your breasts, and then I'm just going to cover your picture yes. in other tattoos. You get a Beaver logo on there. What would yours Beaver logo? Forty Nine er logo. Forty Nine er logo. Pinwheel. Uh, Dame waving Dame somewhere. Waves. There you go. Uh, yeah, maybe the pinwheel, maybe a Sonic logo. What about a 1080 The Fan logo? Can I get a 1080 The Fan logo on there? I mean, based on the tattoos he got, I think I'd have to put the fan on there. I've been here for over a decade now. You'd have to. Maybe a... Maybe well, a org, State of Oregon tattooed on right. me. All right, all right. Uh, maybe mom just tattooed somewhere on my wife. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter's names on my wife's face. <sighs> What are your you're an Oregon Duck fan? Your thoughts? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if this was a if this was Washington's coach, <laughs> I, I want to know what you think because that's the real thought. Because if you're it's Oregon's coach, 
you're not saying anything. Uh, this it's it, he. This is just, he's an interesting character. He's a very interesting dude. Like, there's a lot going on there, more so than the last coach. And I can, I'm very appreciative of that. Oh, in such like, a good way. He's too. got a personality. Yeah. He's sending out cigar videos. Like, he's he needles fan bases, even though he lost to both of his rivals. Like, there's just <laughs> there's something there though that I that I truly do enjoy. And I saw this yesterday, and I thought, first off, there's no way this is real. Like, no, there's no chance this is a real tattoo. And then I see the picture of the, the tattoo artist, and he tweeted out or, or put on his Instagram story, my apologies, put on his Instagram this picture. And I'm like, all right, so this dude, ha and his, his account was on the picture. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go check out this dude's Instagram account. And it's like the whole thing, it's all real. There's pic there's video of it. He's got himself giving, landing the tattoo, like on his Instagram story as wow. he's laying on the side. And I'm like, oh my God, this is a real tattoo. The, the, I'm curious how much, and you kind of brought this up a moment ago, how much his wife had any input on this, if at all? Like, does, was this a joint venture of, hey, I want to get a tattoo of you. Let's have some fun. Let's think of, like, creative ways we can do this on my rib cage. Or was this a, hey, honey, I got a surprise for you, and he lifts up his shirt when he gets home. And in her reaction, I, I am curious to find out what it was. Zero percent chance his wife didn't know about this. Okay, I will go on a limb right now until he's zero percent chance that if he's on Thursday with Isaac and Suk, he's going to say my wife didn't even know about it. Uh, second, we need to also talk about the toughness part here. That's probably the second, if not number one, most delicate areas to get a tattoo. The rib cage area. It, tough. Yeah. My wife's first tattoo was on the ribs and she didn't know that it was the most delicate. And then right before she started, she goes, are you sure you want to do this? This is a really delicate spot. It's going to hurt like a bitch. And she's had a few tattoos now. She has said that is far and away the most painful tattoo okay. she's had. Okay. Uh, but tattoos generally hurt everywhere. It's just like, you know, whatever. I, I just, I kind of want to know what went into the thought of why he wanted to get so many logos. I have so many questions. Like, is there a way to do an Alabama tattoo without the actual university logo? Is there a way to do an ASU one without the fork? Is there a way to do Pitt without Pitt? Not that it matters. I'm yeah. just kind of just I'm curious. Well, also, I mean, just the whole aspect of it not being like if you want to get your ta your wife tattooed on you, I totally get that. That's probably a normal thing for a lot of guys. Like that's probably a very regular tattoo to get. Wouldn't you want it to like I, I don't know? You could go like sleeve where your your wife is like on the upper arm, and then around it as you work down your sleeve, you can have all these other things tattooed on you sure. that are important to you. Sure, you can have the Oregon logo or a you know an elephant for Alabama or whatever the case may be. Like you can have them all be separate tattoos. That's the part of it that I just can't get over. Making her look like Post Malone, as you said, is the part of it that I'm just I don't know if I've ever seen a tattoo like this. Yeah, I I I have Portland tattooed on my arm. I I love where I grew up. I love our city. It ain't perfect, but I love it. I've contemplated long getting a Benny the Beaver tattoo on me. Uh -huh. And you know what stopped me? The thought in the back of my brain of, what if we somehow in the future became Baylor? Just gross. Disgusting. <laughs> You're repping that tattoo. And I have it tatted yeah, on my yeah. body, and now I'm defending the tattoo. I mean, I, I don't have a whole lot. I'm just interested to hear every explanation and he's such an interesting coach, and, and, and it's a compliment to him, man, because I hate when coaches are boring, and the last guy was an absolute a-hole. Robot. Robot, commander, military brat who just was a baby when he lost and gave you nothing when they won. So I'm glad we've got a guy with character. It, the cigar video by itself, he's Joe Burrow in college. He's just got the coolest cigar video of all time. But I was more curious your opinions because – 
neither both of you are cowards. You don't have tattoos. I don't have a tattoo. I've always wanted to get a tattoo. It's mostly just a laziness thing of like I'm not taking the time to plan out what I want to get tattooed. But I'm not anti-tattoo by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. He gets he gets my approval on this. Swag, you don't have a tattoo. Why don't you have a tattoo? Uh, I I don't get them. To begin with, I have a phobia of needles that goes back to my childhood, so I'm not going to willingly pay someone to jab me with a needle. That's just never, ever going to happen. I don't think that's really how that works. But yeah, okay. You don't get jabbed. You don't mean, get they just, they yes, it, it has to penetrate the skin to get the ink under there. Do you get sunburned every year? That ain't going to happen. No, I don't get sunburned much anymore. Oh, okay. All right. Well, okay. I think your your phobia of needles, I understand, but it kind of it's yeah, it's not. The same. Somebody uh, uh, texting in too. I I missed this note as well. That there uh, inside the organ logo is the ribbon because his wife's a breast cancer survivor too, which is cool. So that's part of it as well. Well, you know what? I guess it's a hell to, of a tattoo, man. To tie in the thing you didn't want to talk about, maybe that's why the tattoo picture is somewhat Could be. altered. Is like Could be enhanced. Yes. Well, yeah. no. Maybe it's. Ah, yeah. What it once was. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, that's a big deal. And my my sister-in-law is a breast cancer survivor. And that's that's the problem. Outside of, like, obviously losing your life, that's the hardest thing for them to go through is that. I can imagine. And so maybe that's a homage to beautiful woman. Yes. As I was sitting around on Saturday thinking, I wonder what topics we're going to do this weekend. I did not think on Monday morning at 8.30 we'd get to... Dan Lanning's tattoo. I'm still not because sure it's real. I still real. don't know if I believe you. It's real and it's spectacular. But it's great. It's the greatest. Can tattoo he do of all a game time. shirtless? <laughs> yeah, he should. I kind of want to see him with a headset, just oh, doing this game man. with uh, the tattoo show. If you want to see the tattoo, we got it up on our Twitter at Dirt and Spray. Go check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, let's get to Swag's Phantom of the National Championship in the next half hour. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. My apologies, according to listeners, uh, bone cancer survivor, Dan Lanning's wife is. So I wanted to correct that on the ledger. Um, we get the national championship game tonight. Yay. <laughs> and that's that's how I tend to feel, too. Although I will say that's how I felt going into the playoffs. Like, all right, I'm going to watch. And then both games ended up being great. Yeah. And I thought both of them were going to be blowouts. And that was not the case. TCU upset Michigan and Georgia Needed a miracle miss kick that was one of the worst kicks I've ever seen. And uh, they survived to beat Ohio State. And so we go into this game. The spread is at 13. I just, I, I'm hoping that, we, that we're all surprised again because I, I have the same feeling that you just said. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the, the one thing you can maybe take to the bank, uh, Georgia's defensive line could have something to say about this. Uh, you're encouraged by what Ohio State did to Georgia's defense. And LSU. LSU threw it all over on them. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. getting hurt. Uh, obviously changed things for Ohio State to a certain degree. You just hope that the offensive line for TCU can give them enough time because they can throw the football, and they're not going to be afraid to sling the rock tonight. But I'd be interested to see what the defensive philosophies for George is going to be. It could just be as simple as, uh, we've got Jalen Carter. Get out of the way. Yeah. Well, and also, is is TCU going to be able to get stops? I Well, I mean, look, to their credit, go back to the Michigan game. 
because uh, there's plenty of tape you can pull from this show from me. I didn't think they had a chance in the trenches. I thought that was a clear favorite of Michigan's. Mm -hmm. And TCU looked like the NFL team, not Michigan. Maybe there's a shot that this team is is bigger and as athletic as Georgia. Obviously not going to have the playmakers of, of the Bulldogs, but you know, I, I don't want to count them out completely. I, I tend to believe that it's Georgia to blow out, but I'm hoping TCU can kind of continue the – Incredible play that they've had this year, and, and they've been a great story. And in games where we think, okay, this is it, they seem to come through and play better than you expect. Yeah, this is, I think, a larger thing for me is just the way college football ends its year. It just it feels like it ends with such a thud every single season, where, especially at this point, like we're coming off a of week 18 of the NFL last uh, yesterday. We're finding out who's making the playoffs, who's not making the playoffs, the matchups, and I'm already diving into the numbers and the spreads and what's it looking like, and you're like, oh, that's right. <laughs> the national championship game is tonight. I totally forgot. They just they lose so much steam throughout the month of December, and that's honestly the thing that I'm most excited for about the expanded playoff is that you're going to have your conference championship games, likely Thanksgiving weekend, maybe give them a week off, but then you're just jumping right into it. Like first-round playoff games two weeks later. You don't have this month-long layoff where you wait and wait, 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 wait. Okay, yeah. here's the meaningful games. All right, now we got to play it on a Monday night because for some reason they won't play it on a Saturday because the NFL's taking over Saturdays. Like, give me – I'll split-screen that. Put it on Saturday night. I'll watch it. Put it on Friday night. Like, having it on a Monday night to me has never made any sense, and I think it, it, uh, it does dampen to a certain extent my excitement for it. And the other part of it is just hoping the TCU can make it a game. But Georgia's defense is vulnerable. They've shown that back-to-back -back weeks now. I don't think TCU's going to get many stops, but they should be able to score some points on that defense. It's I think what they lose, I don't know how you change the schedule for it. Maybe you do what you're saying. I, I don't care either if the NFL's playing a game on Saturday. If that NFL game sucks, I'll turn it and watch college the whole time. Yeah, uh, I'd prefer them to play the national championship somewhere near New Year's Day Yeah, and start your playoff games earlier because here's the problem. Today, and this very well could be a great football game, and we talk about it tomorrow, mm -hmm. but in the off chance it is a blowout because the talent levels are drastically slanted towards Georgia. Another problem with this game being played today is, guess what we want to talk about now that we have 18 weeks of football? <laughs> today shows there isn't a conversation about college football. Yeah, I mean, maybe on the SEC radio network or the Big Paul 12. Feinbaum. Paul Feinbaum going to Phyllis and downtown wherever. Yeah, okay. But the, nationally, most people are not thinking about this game. Unless you've got purple or red, eh, the NFL was incredible this weekend. We had a lot of teams that needed to win, needed to lose. All the way to the end of last night. Playoff matchups, the last game of the night was rewarding for many. Like, mm -hmm. of course we're not going to come in on Monday and dive into the national championship game. That's a 13-point spread and give a lot of a time on that. It's... It's a one segment or it's an afterthought. We'll talk about it on Tuesday. Most of today, and you can't fault anybody. It's NFL, man. The NFL was great yesterday, and there's a lot of storylines out of the NFL. We even got yeah. half of them. Yep. And now we've got the playoff matchup, so everybody starts diving in early on the playoff matchup. So, yeah, I think I think college football, they'll have an expanded playoff. Start that a little earlier and try to work more towards New Year's Day for your championship and get away from some of the the, the custom and traditions that we have with some of the bowl games. I'm with you on that. If Georgia does win tonight, at least Oregon fan can say we were only 84 plays away from beating the national champions. That's how close you were. Just right there. Uh, well, Right there.
on a razor's edge. And Beaver and Husky fan will say the worst <laughs> loss of anybody they faced all year. So uh, there you go. Right there. Only 84 plays away, man. It was that close to winning it. So Georgia-TCU tonight, 13-point spread. Please don't let us down, TCU. I want a good game. The last time we're going to see college football until August. This uh. is it. You got one more night. One more night. Let's all soak it up. Uh, we got fan bases texting in, trying to recruit swag. We'll read some of those. We'll see if he has a final decision as we send you off on a Monday next on The Fan. Well, if you are with us earlier this morning, you heard that uh, Jason Swigard might be at the end of his rope. He might be done with his childhood team, the Dallas Cowboys. His 12-5 second place in the NFC East, fifth-seeded team, favored on the road in the playoffs in the first, or in the first round. He might be done with that team. They, they, are, yep. they are favored in their playoff game. You picked the best teams as a child, and then you became so spoiled that you didn't appreciate good years. That's what you've become as a sports fan. So we now have, we'll await your answer here in a moment. We have some fans that are recruiting you. Coach Potter has texted in saying, as the predominant transfer portal fan, I would like to formally offer Swag a full ride to the Tennessee Titans. Hey, well. You have a full ride offer to the Tighten Tennessee up. Titans. Uh, a Chargers fan is trying to recruit you by saying, they we have no fans, yes. so it would not be considered bandwagon jumping. Uh, bandwagon jumping. Yeah. Uh, plus, they're a West Coast team. That's a good point. They have an Oregon-born quarterback. Yeah, good yes. cannon for an arm. Local yeah. boy. Yeah. They said it's an easy choice. Yeah. What else we got here? Uh, P1 Gus is saying the Bengals, reason number one, the OSU connection with Chad Johnson and TJ Hushmanzada. Black and orange. Reason uh, don't number... forget former Lakers pacer Eric Wilhelm was okay. once a quarterback of the Bengals. <laughs> reason number two, they have the best colors and helmets in the NFL. I don't know about colors, helmets, yes. Uh, reason number three, they're in the AFC, so you won't have any feeling of guilt True. rooting for another NFC team. Reason number four is Joe Effin Burrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, reason number five is you're, you're a Beaver fan already. You already have black and orange clothing in your <laughs> wardrobe, yeah. so it doesn't need much of an update. And we also have a 49er fan that is trying to recruit you. No chance. Saying, uh, we would love to have you on our team swag. The 49er faithful are everywhere. It's a great organization top to bottom. I switched in 1980 as a kid and have not been disappointed. As far as NIL goes, I can offer you a stack of Monopoly money and a bag of chips. <laughs> that is from P1 John. I like reason number four for Bengals. Joe Effin Burrow. This is Joe Effin Burrow. That's why I'm picking <laughs> him to win the Did you see him yesterday after the game? Yes. They, how yep. long is, how, is your window open? He was like, my whole career. <laughs> as long as I'm here, we have a window. <laughs> Which is like, yeah, why would anybody ask that? How long is your window? He's in the, what, third year in the NFL? I, Fourth I, year, whatever year we are with look, Burrow? I've asked bad questions. I'm not going to criticize That's a bad question. That was a bad he's in his third. This is his third season, I right? Season. So, yeah. yeah season Because his first season ended early with the ACL. knee injury. Yeah, Second year, they got to the then Super Bowl. Then they got to the Super year Bowl. Year three. How long is your Super Bowl window going to be open? I'm 23 years old. Yeah. You dumbass. See him with a cigar in the locker room with his AFC North winter shirt on. <laughs> God, the guy's cool. He's so cool. I wish I could be that cool when I get older. So how are we feeling, Swag? Uh, after much consideration. Okay. Uh, while it uh, certainly provided a number of, of thrills and excitement over the years, uh, three Super Bowls in four years there in the early 90s, uh, you know, we reach a point in life where you're looking for a new challenge. You're looking for a new adventure. And, and you just don't, even if they were able to get back to the mountaintop, which I highly doubt with the current management structure. And your quarterback. Is it really going to be that satisfying? Can it match what happened before? I don't think so. So, yes, I, uh, uh, while I thank them for 40-plus years of fandom, it's over. I am officially entering the wow. fan transfer Wow. 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 
I can't believe you're moving on. Yeah. You got a swag on the loose. It's not going to be without uh, uh, shedding a tear. Yeah. Could tug at my heartstrings. It might be hard to watch if they. They're totally uh, going to win Monday now. I'm gambling on the Cowboys <laughs> now. One hundred percent. I'm laying the three. They are beating but, Tampa uh, on Monday night. <laughs> You know, when it comes to just... They're going to go to the NFC Championship game this year. Oh, the no. Cowboys now got the kiss that they needed to go on a playoff run. I think they're going to do it. Okay, quick question. Uh, two, Actually, two questions. What are you going to do? Because you have a dad hat that's a Cowboy hat. Are you now... You have to get rid of the merch, don't you? Yeah, we have to... Well, I don't know, because the current stuff, yeah, the hat and those sorts of things. Now, I don't know about, like... Old jerseys. I just got like, a text from a Cowboy fan. You're an effing disgrace is what I was just text. <laughs> we have more fan base. Somebody said it's a good time to come on board. The fighting man Campbells. Yeah. A lot of momentum yeah. for the there, man there, Campbells. There's a, lot, uh, there's a lot to like it. Well, we have a Vikings fan saying, Swag, you're used to disappointment, so come on. <laughs> come come be a Vikings fan. He's got Justin effing Jefferson to root for. He's fun. <laughs> you can continue to be let down at the altar, the Vikings fan says. Do you have, I mean, I we're kind of asking you here. I need a top five. Yeah, what's your top three or five? I need your Hayes Fawcett graphic. Uh, Who is top the five? only one you're going to have uh, issues with is, you know, certainly it's hard not to not to respect what the Bills have been doing here for the last years. But they do have a, you know, they lost four Super Bowls in yeah, a row. Did. So yeah, they did. So there's some, uh, some, some ghosts that they've got to overcome. Uh, the Chargers are definitely on the table. I like it. Oh, you know, the Bolts, even going back, you know, back to the to the uh, Air Coriel days, they were always a fun, fun watch. Yeah, they were always the underdog, and only a two-hour plane ride. That's right. To go to a game, and I love going to San Diego. San Diego is just—it's fantastic. They play in LA. I know. Okay, but they'll always be the San Diego Chargers to me. <laughs> What are you going to San Diego for? Well, the Chargers are playing this week. They're not in San Diego. I will Diego go to the Gaslamp District at a great uh, little uh, establishment wow. and watch them on the TV. Okay. Yeah. So are the Chargers number one right now? Um, I don't know. I, I I need to take my time with this. I need to step back. Okay. I just I need to let it all sink in. And, Tweet uh, at Jason Swigart your your recruiting yeah. pitches. Tweet them to exactly. To we will carry this on throughout uh, throughout the uh, off season. I think coaching will be a big uh, influencer sure. here. Sure, I can't wait to watch them win on Monday night. It's going to be so. They're good. not going to win. <laughs> Tom Brady is an underdog in the playoffs. <laughs> They're going to win. They're going to win. I love that you did it. I'm happy as a Niner fan. Let me tell you, I'm happy you just did that. Well, More people should have the the backbone to do what you just did. Hopefully, we're not all disappointed tonight. Enjoy the national championship. We have all sorts of leftovers in the NFL. Hey, Cliff Kingsbury just got fired. That just happened. Oh, it just came down. That just okay. came down. So uh, the Cardinals are looking for a new coach too. So uh, we got a lot to get to leftover on tomorrow's show, and of course, breaking down the national title. Thanks for being a part of our Monday. Go check the podcast. 1080thefan.com. At Curtis Reagan at 1080 the fan. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Call us next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 